and welcome to the UTM Wesley podcast. The Wesley Foundation is a diverse Christian community that empowers students to explore faith and discover grace. I'm Danielle, the council chair for this strange year. This week, we're having a conversation around one of our core values, connecting, specifically connecting to God and to others, featuring our campus minister, Amanda, Connect Chair Lydia Wigand, Stewardship Chair Carrie Beth Woods, and Senior Jeanette Sturman. Well, hello and welcome to our first episode of our podcast. I am Amanda Christ and I am joined tonight by three amazing women. And we're going to have a conversation about what it means to connect with God and with one another. And I can say from personal experience that each of the women in this conversation tonight embody characteristics of connection and love and grace and all the wonderful things that help build a community and make it healthy. So to start off with, let's just go ahead and go around and introduce ourselves. Let's let everybody know who they're listening to tonight. And Lydia, we're going to start with you. I am Lydia Wigand. I am a junior agricultural business major. Um, I'm from a small town in East Tennessee called Unicoi. Nobody's heard of it. Um, At Wesley, I am the Connect Chair this year, which means I just connect the Wesley to the campus and the community. And one of my main jobs is to keep up with social media, keep y'all involved on events that we're doing. And we're grateful for the work that you do in the Wesley community and on the UTM campus. All right, Carrie Beth, we're going to you. Hi, my name is Carrie Beth Woods, and I am a animal science major with a concentration in production, business, and management. Um, And I am from right here in Martin. um, And at Wesley, I am the stewardship and development intern, which basically means I am the bridge between Wesley and the outside world, whether it be um, friends of Wesley, alumni, or local churches. And Carrie Beth, Carrie Beth would not be quick to tell you this, but she invented that position. <laughs> and we are so grateful that she saw uh, that need and fulfilled it and helped us to be more connected with the churches in the community around us. It's really helped Wesley be a much more fulfilling community. And last, but certainly not least, Jeanette. Howdy, y'all. I'm Jeanette. I am a senior animal science major with a concentration in just about just animal science. Um, I am a member of the Wesley Foundation, and I am also a resident assistant on campus. Um, However, for this, um, I am not speaking for the university. I am speaking for me and for the Wesley Foundation. Awesome. And there are a lot of people who are a part of the Wesley family because of Jeanette. Jeanette has been um, sort of an evangelist, I guess, if you will, for Wesley. A lot of people have been able to find their space in their home because of her love and kindness and just her welcoming presence. So I'm grateful for all three of you. All of you are amazing. And I think you guys have a lot to speak to when we're, when we're talking about this idea of what it means to connect, especially in a season when we really kind of feel distant and disconnected from one another. And as much as we're tired of talking about COVID, um, it has been the major theme and the major obstacle for us this year. So we'll start there. We'll just go ahead and name the elephant in the room. And we're gonna lean on our connect chair for this first question. So, So Lydia, I'm gonna kick this to you first. How has COVID affected the ways that you connect on campus and how are you adjusting to that change? COVID has greatly affected my college experience. Um, I don't personally do not do well with online classes. Um, 
so it's been it's been a struggle it's kind of shifted my world and I know it has so many other people um I love being able to stay home with my dog but at at a certain point you miss people so much um I don't have any camp I don't have any classes on campus this year so it's been really hard adjusting and you know you don't see anybody because you're not supposed to go anywhere you can't do anything and that's really been hard on just mental health for me and I know that a lot of Mm. other people can relate to that and I've tried the Wesley Foundation has just been my like little bit of like happiness and sunshine during this time because I can go there and I can study, I can do my laundry, I can talk to Amanda, like have like meetings and just get to see people that I don't get to see where I'm not on campus. And it's, uh, I miss campus so much. Um, I never realized how much being on campus affected my college experience, you know? And now that it's gone, I feel like I've taken it for granted. So I really hope that it changes it's hopefully soon it's normal a little bit i like i like human interaction so covid has definitely affected my way of handling that like how everyday life has been um but these zoom calls are like the highlight of my day anymore <laughs> and it's but that's honestly that's how i feel like covid has just affected me my my personal thing it's it's been a big mental health struggle and I don't feel that people are talking about it that much and I think that it should be talked about more if you like if you're struggling please like reach out it's very important like especially the Wesley we we want to be that place for you yeah yeah thank you for naming something that is sometimes hard to talk about that. Yeah, it is. It's a mental health challenge to feel so isolated. And it certainly does make you more appreciative of the relationships that you have and of the times that you get to be in person with people. I don't know. Has that been a similar? (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. Has that been a similar experience for you, Jeanette and Carrie Beth? Um, Not being on campus has actually been really hard um, not only just keeping up with classes, but I mean, I don't get to see people. And a lot of times, I mean, you'll go into a classroom and you won't know anybody in there. So what do you do? You go sit by a random person and you make just a random little friend that you might just have for one semester, but you don't really get to do that anymore um, because we don't have those face-to-face connections. Yeah, I will say it's it's definitely been um, a struggle, but I'm also really proud about how not only um, about how not only we have adjusted, but the whole world has adjusted to to quickly finding new ways to be connected to uh, to try and not necessarily like replace um, in person interaction, but at least try to make up for it. You know, like like yes, like we we understand that. You know that that you can't go you can't go home and see your family or you can't go over to your girlfriend or boyfriend's house but you can at least see them you know through like through zoom facetime snapchat anything like that it definitely can't take the place of mm-hmm. in-person uh meetings uh but 
uh, like, I'm just glad that like, at least we're trying to do something, you know, we're like, well, we can't do that right now, but we can have this substitute, you know, it's not as good as the real deal, but it'll hopefully hold, hold out, hold us out until we can get back in person. Um, and talking about mental health, um, that is a very good point, especially mm -hmm. because now like people who, people who usually like do have to get out and people have to see them through like classes or meetings or things like that. Now they can hide behind a screen. So it's way easier to mask uh, what you're going through. Yeah. Because you can just turn your video off, turn uh, mute yourself, or you can, you know, fake a smile, um, things like that. And uh, and then plus, you know, like you're not really able to get out that much and spend time with people in person who would be able to notice that you're acting a little weird or you're not eating as much as you used to. Um, so it is it is harder to be able to. Uh, to, to look at that and to notice those signs. Um, but at the same time, like we're all online and yeah. that, uh, that gives us a great opportunity to talk to people uh, that we normally wouldn't. I think you are speaking wisdom around the mental health thing. And we just want to put that out there that if you find yourself struggling with your mental health in this season, please know that there are resources on campus that you can reach out to. We have free counseling services. If there's a student that you're concerned about, uh, there are ways to reach out to professors, to people that work on campus. Um, or if you want to reach out to us, our contact information is going to be tied to this podcast. And so please feel free to contact us and we can direct you to some good resources. And just, just so that you know, you're not alone and that there are tools that you can use to get through this difficult season. There's, absolutely no shame in struggling with mental health. I was going to say out of personal experience, I've been to the counseling services on campus and they are amazing people. I highly suggest it. It made me feel so much better in such a dark period of my life. They're wonderful, wonderful people. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. There's also the Hawk Alert system. You can, if you're worried about somebody, feel free to send in a hawk alert because you know we 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 all need it you know we all need yeah. to be on top of this and and to really look out for our friends yeah and this is one way we can connect with one another is to be watching out for each other right that is a form of connection and i think that bridges us well to our next question and so carrie beth i'm going to kick this question to you how have you connected with god over this past year I'm glad you asked me that question, Amanda, because whenever I was looking at what we were going to talk about, I saw that question and I said, this is the hardest question for me. I know I'm going to get it. <laughs> um, but the reason it's the hardest question is because it's been difficult to connect to God in the midst of all the craziness that's been going on. Because um, it's been different. I'm not going to lie. I mean, there it's been so hard just to find even the little glimpses of God that I would normally have throughout my day. But one thing that has really helped me is um, the small groups that we have at the Wesley Foundation. We have a couple of different ones, but the one that I'm in is called the Awaken Life Small Group. Um, I won't go into too much detail about what it's about, but it's basically um, 
we talk about life and um, way to handle anxiety, relationships, and stuff like that. But what I like most about it is that it's just a group of people that I get to see in person. And some of my favorite times that we've had there is just sitting there and talking and laughing and doing stuff like that. Not even actually the core content <laughs> of the study. It's just getting to see people's faces. Mm. Um, and then another way, which this is kind of odd and <laughs> some people might not agree, but actually um, uh, classes have been a way that I've been able to connect with God. Um, one class in particular is my animal anatomy and physiology lab. Um, I actually do get to go in person and do this lab. And it's my professor and my SI that have really been um, a good influence during this time. They make sure to check in on us and they are really responsive when it comes to questions and they're flexible and they want to make sure that you know the material. And, you know, whenever you're a college student, it's, I mean, whenever you have a professor that's really hard and doesn't necessarily communicate with you as much, it's really frustrating. So I really appreciate mm-hmm. this professor and everything she's done. That's such a beautiful sign of God's love. Somebody that cares and goes the extra mile and isn't, you know, bogged down by a grade or perfectionism, but wants to know how you are. That's, that's a lovely example. What about the rest of y'all? Have you guys had glimpses of God over this last year? I have, well, since, well, since COVID, I know that's like the, one of the big things it's been like hard for me. Cause I feel some of like, I feel God in the presence of other people, like in I know it's weird, but like, I like being around people. So like, that's the Wesley environment itself has brought me closer to God because I have struggled with my path before. And I've recently started getting back into my faith in Mm -hmm. December of last year. So I, the Wesley has just helped me with that and being in a community of people that are like so loving and so unjudgmental and just wonderful people and so it's been really hard for me and like I've seen slipping into back into old habits and everything like that because I don't have I feel like I don't have the accountability that I had you know when we were able to meet and I miss that more than anything I miss worshiping with my family my Wesley family because that's where I feel God the absolute most so I know my relationship with God has been a roller coaster so far this year, but I'm really hoping and I believe that everything happens for a reason and that we're all going to come out stronger in the end of the in the end of this and God is going to reward us in the most wonderful way and we just got to wait and see that. Mm-hmm. I I definitely, definitely believe that God works all things together for our good. So while this is a difficult time, I do believe that God's going to invite us into some growth, like, like we don't even understand on the other side of this, we will know a deeper and more fuller faith. I, I, I hear you, Lydia, Jeanette, did you want to chime in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So something that I've started to do um is like I'll just like randomly watch sermons on YouTube (laughs) like it'll it'll be 2 a.m and I'll be like I'm tired but I can't go to sleep 
but I'm also bored. And 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 then like I'll and then I'll just like oh, you like what should I do you know and like I've got multiple I've got multiple things I can choose from I can uh, work on homework which is never an option um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know that, I could I could I could watch TV shows I could catch up on movies and, and things like that but then like but then I just sit there and I'm just like you know I want to watch a sermon so that's what I'll do at like two a.m. in the morning two a.m. in the after or two p.m. in the afternoon it doesn't matter. Um, which has been really interesting um, because I, I feel like my connection with God for this past year um, has been a little like, I don't know, like it, it's there, but I'm, que- I'm questioning it. Like not, not like what, like, is God real? Like, I'm not questioning that. I'm just questioning like, what is he trying to convey to me? Um, that's a great question we can all ask ourselves Jeanette (laughs) it's good to question uh, sometimes it's a good it's a good thing to question and because it's growth you're growing oh 100% but um but like ways that I've been able to like just to hear God and to hear like you know hear hear about him and things like that is yeah just like looking things up on youtube and i think that's really cool that um that churches have also been able to adapt um and have been and because they have been able to connect to so many people in so many different places so many people in so many different places have been able to connect with god and yeah. uh and i'm one of those people you know yeah. and um even though I feel a bit disconnected from him, I still know that he's here. Like mm-hmm. I, I still feel him, um, even if it's a little strained. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That. Thank yeah. you for that. I mean, all of you, the your honesty in that because this is hard. It isn't the way we are experiencing God right now is so much different, and I think that this time is expanding our understanding of what it means to experience God. Um, All right, we're going to do one more question here. Um, How have you connected with others when we can't be in person? And how do you minister those we can't see? And Jeanette, this one's going to you first. Okay. So um, there have been multiple ways I've connected with others when we can't be in person. Um, A lot of them has uh, have been through social medias and um social platforms like uh like tiktok like facebook uh and by facebook i mean facebook messenger uh because i get on facebook like twice a year um (laughs) but uh uh like instagram snapchat um discord uh twitch like if you have friends who like stream video games and stuff like you know you can like get on there and like watch them and it's really cool and um through group me and zoom like just all honestly like almost all of the social media platforms and um it's been really cool because I've been able to uh to meet like you know more people and make more friends uh which as we all know is something I do love doing um (laughs) and it's just been it's just been really cool um having having that connection and then getting to know these people who you can't see and then like learning that you know some of them live in the same state as you or some of them live in a completely different country than you um 
but it's just it's just really cool in my opinion at least and ministering to those we can't see um that is a really good question and it can it can be a little hard sometimes to do that but also easy if that makes sense like um like it sure you might not be able to see them but you can still get online and like copy and paste verses from the bible and things like that and just send them to somebody in in a chat you know if you're like texting them or sending them an email um or even if you're talking to them like through like zoom or something um you can send them i have sent so many friends so many christian songs whenever they're going through hardships uh because like because i'll be like oh i know of like the perfect song in this situation and i'll just like send them the link to it Mm. um and so it's been really it's been really amazing to do that um but it, it is also kind of hard because you can't like be there in person to sometimes point out things to them like uh, like let's say for example you know you see god in the in the sunset or in the sunrise or in the way that the birds are singing but you can't like take somebody whenever they whenever they're like what birds you can't like take them and be like here walk with me (laughs) over here and just listen you know you you can't really do that you have to just like tell them like okay at this time you need to like go outside and blah 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 and you know and you'll see it you know yeah so it's so intentionality it it sounds like intentionality is really kind of the key it's not something we'll stumble on as often as like a beautiful sunset or a flock of birds that just overtakes the sky it sounds like our ministry has to be intentional absolutely absolutely well I think you guys are all three examples of people who are very intentional in the ways that you care about and see others Um, I think each of you are responsible for people at Wesley feeling like they have a place um Carrie Beth is the one that makes sure our meals get happen that happen on Tuesday nights, and so some all of us eat well <laughs> because of that. Woo! You know, Lydia makes sure that we know what's going on, so if we want to be included, we can be. And Jeanette is always and forever just inviting, 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 and making sure that people know that they belong in this space. And so I'm just grateful for all three of you in the ways that you show intentionality, and just the ways that you connect with God and connect with people. We're going to wrap this up, but before we leave our closing thoughts, what advice do you have for maintaining healthy and thriving relationships in these, in this season? I'm going to kind of go along with what Jeanette said earlier. And my one thing that I've really had to learn is never settle for less than your worth. Like, Mm somebody can be the best planet, like the best person on this planet, but if they don't want the same things as you, if they don't have the same goals or if they don't, yeah, they can be great people, but just don't settle for less than what you deserve and what is best for your life. You need somebody that you can grow with and healthily grow with and don't, don't rush it. Just breathe we're only in college we're only like 18 to 20 like 20s like we have so much more life ahead of us so just focus on being healthy for you 
and spread that healthiness to others. Mm, that reminds me of the theme of Wesley this year, which Lydia is the one that authored, go out and be the light. We are to be the light and we can do that by taking care of ourselves. That's, that's a great point, Lydia. You can't shine your light if you don't support your light, if you don't let it shine, if you don't let it be bright. Amen. So a way that I would say some advice <laughs> um, is just something as simple as calling people. That is one thing that I found that has helped me to stay connected to literally everybody. Like my mom, my dad, my granny, my friends. It's just even if you're just going to Walmart before you start driving, press call, put it on the speaker and just talk to them until you get there. Mm. Yeah. That's really good advice and so simple, such a simple thing. Going, going along those lines, like don't, don't close off options. Um, I cannot tell you how many people I have talked to have been like, well, like I would talk to them more, but you know, they live so far away or like, oh, I, I would pursue this, uh, this relationship, but they you know, but they live in another state and I can't see them in person. Like, congratulations, we can't see anybody in person right now. You know, so like, don't, uh, don't close yourself off to options. You know, um, if you want to call your family members, like call them. Don't let, don't let not being able to see somebody in person stop you from having a relationship with your friends, with your family, um, with, you know, with job opportunities um with with you know with, with possible romantic partners like don't let don't let distance don't let availability or not not availability I don't know the word I'm looking for here but like proximity maybe <laughs> yes proximity like don't let that don't let that stop you from finding avenues to reach out to them and be connected to them exactly and this amazing time period like this wonderful generation we have these wonderful machines that fit in our pockets they're called cell phones and they make life so much i know i know i just heard about them too but <laughs> well ladies i am so thankful for the time that we've had to connect with each other tonight um like i've said you all are each a gift and i believe that uh, you make a huge difference in the lives of many people so thank you so much for your time tonight if you're interested in connecting more to this conversation, our panelists recommend Luke chapter 16, verse 9, and all four chapters of Philippians, which, Jeanette reminds us, were written by Paul in jail while he was very distant from others. They also recommended the book The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman and Happy Feet. Yes, Happy Feet, the movie about the penguin. Still coming up for this year, we have two more Tuesday night meals on November 10th and November 17th. Don't forget to RSVP. We have two more wireless Wesleys, one game night on November 12th and one Bible study on November 19th. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and have a great week.